It was hijacked. You're going to find out what the Jewish patriarchs knew about the mystery of the power of imparting the Jewish blessing. Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. And wow, when you hear Don Heist play the shofar, something supernatural is going to happen in your life. You get ready, because the last time he was on It's Supernatural, we had so many reports of people that were, in fact, I just heard someone's neck was just healed and someone's back was just healed, just as I was speaking. Uh, Don, there is an anointing, a presence of God for healing on this show. For those that don't know much about the shofar, explain it to me. Well, the shofar is an antelope horn off the kudu antelope from northeast Africa in Yemen, mm -hmm. and it's uh, used to sound the voice of God. Now, we believe that it is the sound of, of the voice of God. It was first introduced in the scriptures at, in the book of Genesis, in chapter 22, where Abraham and Isaac were climbing Mount Moriah, and there was a ram caught in the thicket, and that was the beginning of where we heard talks of uh, ram's horns and shofars in the Bible. Well, you know, the ancient rabbis say that when the shofar is blown, it's as if all of the promises of God in the scriptures are transmitted into the atmosphere. And when these promises go forth, you have to change. Uh, Don, tell me the types of healings you're getting from playing the shofar. We've seen people healed of cancer, uh, blindness has been, sight has been restored, uh, deafness has been removed, uh, various different kinds of back injuries and... Well, speaking of back injuries, tell me about one. Uh, I was at a home group, prayer group one night, giving a teaching on the shofar, and uh, a lady that was there in attendance had showed me that her back was very curved, and it had been there like that many years, I suppose, and she asked if we would pray for her. So we laid hands on her, prayed for her, and as I sounded the shofar raising the horn up her back, I could see the curve in her back was just disappearing, and it was gone. That has to be so overwhelming for her, but it's got to be overwhelming for you to see something well, I, like that. Well, I've been saying a lot lately, it doesn't surprise me, but it still amazes me. But, uh, now, you make a proclamation. This is a cancer-free zone. Yes. Tell me the last person that was healed of cancer. We were contacted by a Navy retired officer, and uh, he had been diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer and uh, he had contacted us and my wife and I went to his home. We prayed over him, sounded the shofar, 
and uh, prayed some more and sounded some more. And he left in a day or so for Cancer Centers of America where he was treated. When he got there, he asked them to retest him because he felt God had touched him and changed everything. And they said, well, if you wanna go through all that testing, sure. So they put him through all the testing again. And when they came back, they said, it's gone. There was just a slight little bit that they, they gave him one treatment for, or maybe two, I'm not sure exactly. And, but otherwise, God had, God had totally removed the cancer from his body just by sounding the voice of God into it. Okay, tell me about the person with the lumps in their chest. Um, yeah, it was a conference in Florida a number of years ago, uh, a few years ago, and this man was diagnosed with golf ball-sized lumps in his lungs uh, of cancer. And what happened was we, we, again, we prayed and blew the shofar, only I was totally unaware of what, this was, what was going on at this point. I sounded the shofar, and he kept being curious, saying, well, what's that one sound like? What's that one sound like? So I kept playing them. And then about two weeks later, I get an email from this gentleman that says, just want to tell you what that was all about. And he said he had been back to the hospital, retested, and they actually sent him to another hospital to be retested again because the, uh, the lumps of cancer were gone and they actually thought the machine malfunctioned and didn't show it. Now, there, there was a spe specific time that you were prophesied over, and since that point, the miracles have erupted. Tell me about that moment. I was at a conference in South, Southern Florida and uh, Bob Griffin was a speaker there and he was walking across the front of the platform where I was playing uh, as part of the worship team. And uh, as he walked across, he just stopped and he looked me square in the eye, points his finger at me and he really had my attention at that point, you know. And, and so he says, he says, I've got a word for you from God. And I'm thinking, Oh no, <laughs> this, this could be good or this could be bad. So um, he says, God just told me to tell you, whenever you blow, the cancer must go. And since that point, you've seen this. Since that point, little by little, more and more miracles have been taking place and I, I give the power of God and, and Jesus the, all, the, all the credit to this because obviously there's, the only way these miracles can happen is by his voice speaking into people and healing them. Now, you, you make a distinction between blowing the shofar and playing the shofar. What do you mean? Well, a lot of times when I'm playing the shofar, I try to use, I travel with six of them, let me say that. And they're, they're cut and formulated into different keys. And uh, by that, I can match the pitch or the key signature that a worship team is playing in. And I accentuate the music with that. To and me, it's, it, you play it just like a musical instrument. I try to play it like that. And, and I, I have never heard anyone play the shofar the way you play it. <laughs> Thank you, Sid, but it's, it's truly a gift from God. I believe it is and you're about ready to experience this gift from God, don't go away. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. When Don Heiss sounds the shofar, people experience miracles, healing, deliverance, and supernatural breakthroughs. Call now and get Don Heiss's anointed audio worship CD, Take Me In, plus Sid Roth's powerful DVD message, You Are Created for Signs and Wonders. Both yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9131. When the shofar is blown, it's going to 
release your point of contact, I believe that you're going to receive your miracle. On this powerful DVD message, Sid shares what he has learned during his 40 years of ministry on how to believe God for signs, wonders, and miracles. Because God says, I have not given you the spirit of fear. Reject the spirit of fear and doubt as if it's an external spirit that's not your friend. Believe, pray, worship. Get ready to receive your healing and begin walking in the same miracle anointing that Sid has received. Don't miss out on getting Don Heist's anointed audio worship CD, Take Me In, plus Sid Roth's powerful DVD message, You Are Created for Signs and Wonders. Both yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 9131 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Don and Sue Heist. And uh, Don will shortly play the shofar and the atmosphere in your home is going to change. Speaking of atmosphere in your home, you know, when I go into a hotel or a motel room, I want to clean out that atmosphere. There is nothing that will clean out that atmosphere better than playing the shofar. So I take a CD and I play the shofar and it is so peaceful. It's as peaceful as this set is right here. Now, uh, Sue, you pray for your husband. You hear all the reports uh, of your husband uh, playing the shofar and miracles are breaking out. But 18 years ago, you were rear-ended and uh, you had quite physical uh, ailments after that. Tell me about it. Well, we were in an auto accident and um, through that pain started coming and they got to a position where they were just so excruciating that they developed, they finally found through a lot of testing that I had an Arnold Chiori malformation at the base of my brain. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> it's uh, the base of the brain is a, a tonsil that is like a point and lies low out of the skull. And what it basically made for men for me was that whenever I would bend over, I would have severe knife stabbing pain in the top of my head. Um, the symptoms are vertigo. Uh, it prevents you from seeing a lot of movement, being in any movement. I couldn't ride comfortably in a car. I could drive because you can anticipate the motion. I didn't do elevators or escalators or I could well, What fly would in happen airplane. if you did it? I would have the severe pain in the top of my head. Sometimes it would last a few minutes, sometimes it would last a few days. I think the biggest hindrance for me as a mother was to not be able to do things with my children. I remember my daughter coming to me and, and just almost in tears saying, Mommy, don't you feel good enough just to play one game with us? And I had so mm. much pain that there's things that I wanted to do to chaperone field trips or do something with the children that I couldn't do. I just had so much pain. Okay, obviously you prayed to be healed. You believed yeah. in praying. <laughs> I did. Uh, your husband, you're, you're releasing him mm -hmm. to go all over the world to play the shofar so miracles could happen for other people. Uh, when did you come to your senses that maybe, just maybe, he could play that shofar over you and you could get healed? God love him. Don prayed for me for the 18 and a half years, but the one time before he went for a conference, um, I always say that this righteous anger in me was just like I wanted him to pray one more time and blow the shofar right in the back of my head before he left. And it wasn't so much that I was angry of what was happening. Maybe I was jealous that when he blew the shofar at these conferences and people were healed, 
it was the power and presence of God that changed their lives. And there's so much was happening that just wasn't happening with me or with our family. And I wanted a piece of that. And God took me to the scripture with, with Moses when he went on Mount Sinai and met with God. And God said, go down and consecrate the people for three days and then I will come. And God blew the shofar. He blew the trumpet of God and spoke to Moses. And the people feared and trembled because of the power and presence of God. And it's like, I saw that happening where Don went to conferences that people were, their lives were being changed and they were drawn into that presence. And I wanted more of that. And when he left for this conference, I, before he left, I said, please pray one more time. And I want you to blow the shofar right in the back of my head. And he was a little reluctant because of the sound being so loud. I said, I don't care this time. Just, I want you to blow the shofar before you leave. And he did. He was obedient to do it. Well, you're just like my wife. When, when she hears the shofar, she'll step away because it gets so loud. <laughs> I was persistent. But you wouldn't care. You, you were desperate. I had been to a lot of altar calls and a lot of prayers, and it's just I got to a point where that particular time I just released my heart to God and said, okay, if this is it, Lord, you're going to heal me this time, wonderful, and if not, I'm going to continue to praise and worship you. And Don blew the shofar, and he left for the conference, and the next day I remember dropping something on the floor without even thinking I'd bend over to pick it up, and it startled me. It's like, wait a minute, that didn't hurt. I didn't have any pain. Hmm. And till he came home, three days later, I was totally miraculously healed of every symptom. Well, Don, when you, you felt like you had a new wife. Oh, I did. I, I was greeted at the airport uh, by Sue and our son. And uh, you got to remember, up to this point, we couldn't ride escalators or elevators together. And if, if we went on steps, I would walk in front of her and she'd sort of hold on to me because of the vertigo. Sure. And we get to the airport and she goes, watch this, you know, and she starts going up and down the escalator and I'm like, what's going on here? You're going to hurt yourself. Don't do this. You're gonna, you know, I was unaware of the miracle that had happened. Yeah, so you were having some fun there. I was. <laughs> and even our son, when we first got to the airport, he wanted to go on the moving walkway. And I jumped on it before him and he tried to stop me and said, Mommy, what are you doing? You're going to be so sick. And I'm like, no, we're going to do this. And he was just like, what's going on here? And I told him, I said, Nathan, I feel God totally miraculously healed me through the blowing of the shofar and the prayer. Every symptom to this day, it's over two and a half years and every symptom is gone. Uh, Don, creative miracles are happening. For instance, there was someone with uh, a, uh, a leg three inches shorter. That's pretty long yeah. than the other one. Tell me what happened. Uh, it was at a, a Sunday evening church service, not even expecting to minister in any way except that just to sound the, the shofar if I was led of the Holy Spirit to do so. And at the end of the service, there was a time of prayer for healing, and I was just led to pray with this man. He, he came into the service with uh, like a wood block on his one foot, his mm -hmm. left foot, because his leg was about three inches shorter than his right leg. And uh, a number of people were there. We laid hands on him and prayed. I sounded the shofar as led by the Holy Spirit. I blew the, played the shofar into his leg. And I, as I continued praying, I had my hand on his leg, lower leg, and I could actually feel it moving. And when we finished praying with the man, he said, I feel different. He stood up and his legs were, were level. And the one thing I remember is he left that night in his stocking feet because he couldn't wear the shoe with the lift on it. And he, he, for the first time, I, I don't know how long of many years, he, he had level feet, level legs. Now, that is proof positive, but in a moment, I'm gonna have Don play that shofar and 
whatever your need, I believe it's going to manifest in Yeshua's name. Don't go away. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Sid Roth has found the key to worldwide revival. This is God's time to reach the Jewish people with his love. Messiah Jesus has torn down the wall dividing Jew and Gentile. The two together form one new man to reach the world. God's method to reach the Jewish people is through signs and wonders. This is why our website, SidRoth.org, is jam-packed with tools to equip you to move in signs and wonders. Understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church. Log on to SidRoth.org today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Don Heist. In a moment, I'm going to ask Don to play the shofar and miracles will erupt. Uh, Don, I have to tell you a trade secret. When I was a brand new believer, I got the privilege of meeting a woman by the name of Catherine Coleman. She had the greatest miracle ministry I've ever known of. And uh, she prayed over me, and I immediately started praying for the sick. I prayed for hundreds of people, literally. And guess how many people got healed? Zero. None. I mean, even my pastor walked up to me one day. He said, Sid, I feel very uncomfortable over you praying for people. But I persevered. And more important than persevered is I learned. I studied the Word. And I found out that there is a difference between a miracle and a healing. A miracle happens instantly, but a healing is gradual. Uh, for example, if someone is pregnant, the moment they're pregnant, they do not realize uh, that they're going to, the, the, the stomach will come out, etc. You can't see that. Well, they realize it, but you just can't see it. But they are pregnant with the seed. They are going to have a baby. And if you will hold on to the seed when Don plays the shofar over you, and you will be as excited on the day you're pregnant with your healing as the day the baby comes forth. You see, if you just say, I guess it didn't work, you got an abortion. You don't want an abortion. You want what God promises. And God's promise says that they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Well, I believe the point of contact for you will be the playing of the shofar. I want your faith to soar. You see, I have, over the last 40 years, I have interviewed people from different streams of healing. And it's, God is so unique. He's like a perfect diamond. And if there's one way you're approaching healing and it doesn't work, approach it another way. I want to take you to this teaching right now. How can we work the same miracles that Yeshua worked? Read the book. Amplified Bible, John 6, 28. Then they said, 
the disciples to Yeshua. What are we to do that we may habitually be working the works of God? Good question. How would you like to ask Yeshua that question? I want to habitually do what you're doing, Yeshua. How can I do it? Well, he answers that question. Yeshua replied in this 620, John 6.29, This is the work that God asks of you, that you believe in the one whom he has sent, that you cleave to, trust, rely on, and have faith in his messenger. Now, if you have faith in his messenger, the way you do is to have faith in his message. What must you do about his message? You must cleave to his message, trust his message, rely on his message, and have faith in his message. Now, what's his message in reference to healing? Psalm 103, verse 3 and 5. God forgives how many of your inequities? All of your iniquities. Anyone doubt that? That the blood of Yeshua is not strong enough to heal all of your, to, to erase all of your sins? There isn't one person that doubts that. Well, this is what he continues to say. Who heals his blood, heals all of your diseases. Incline your ear to my sayings. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Verse 21, do not let them depart from your eyes continuously. The Word, not the symptoms. The Word, don't let them get away from your eyes. Do not let that Word get away. That's the kingdom. That's the air you should be breathing. The promises of God of explaining the kingdom of heaven. My will, your will, God, be done on earth as it is in heaven. Any sickness in heaven? No. Any sin in heaven? No. Your kingdom, your will be done on earth as it's done in heaven. Find out what's going on in heaven, and that's what God's directed you to do on earth. Keep them in the midst of your heart. You see, in your heart is where you believe. You've got to get those promises into your heart. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Don't doubt the word. Doubt the symptoms, legal rights, and permission to be there. That's what you should doubt. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life only to those who find them. They are life only if you find them. They're not life if you don't find them. You get it? And health, or the Greek word, uh, the uh, Hebrew word means medicine, or medicine to all their flesh. What should the laborers do? Matthew, keep reading, Matthew 10.1 then. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Then verse 7 and 8 of Matthew 10, and as you go, but you got to go. <laughs> as you go, you think, oh, just have them come into my messianic congregation, my church. As you go, go, 
As you go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is hand, and I can prove it to you by healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, raising the dead, and casting out demons. Those are the words of our Messiah. That is normal. Anything short of that is religious. Mark 16, verse 17 and 18. And these signs will follow those who believe. Raise your hand if you believe. Okay, about five of you for salvation because you think I can't see you. No, you're just lazy. All right. It says, these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, in the name of Yeshua, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will lay hands on the sick and they might recover. Oh, some of you aren't sleeping. Good. That's our Messiah saying it, not me. They will lay hands. Who's the they? Those who believe. Who believes? Those who just raised their hand. And they will recover. Let every man be a liar. But God's word is truth. Are you ready? I tell you, the anointing of healing is going to enter your body. You will either get a miracle or a healing. No abortion. You will get your healing or your miracle. Your point of contact is when Don plays the shofar. Don, would you do that? sounds the shofar, people experience miracles, healing, deliverance, and supernatural breakthroughs. Call now and get Don Heist's anointed audio worship CD, Take Me In, plus Sid Roth's powerful DVD message, You Are Created for Signs and Wonders, both yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9131. When the shofar is blown, it's going to release your point of contact. I believe that you're going to receive your miracle. On this powerful DVD message, Sid shares what he has learned during his 40 years of ministry on how to believe God for signs, wonders, and miracles. Because God says, I have not given you the spirit of fear. Reject the spirit of fear and doubt as if it's an external spirit that's not your friend. Believe, pray, worship. Get ready to receive your healing and begin walking in the same miracle anointing that Sid has received. 
Don't miss out on getting Don Heist's anointed audio worship CD, Take Me In, plus Sid Roth's powerful DVD message, You Are Created for Signs and Wonders. Both yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 9131 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest prayed for a woman who was released from such torment of trauma that she instantly went from size 18 to 14. And then the next day, she went to size 12. 